Greetings, humans of the Northern Rivers. You're on River FM 92.9, and you have made the excellent decision to tune into Prog Mojo, episode 5. My name is Simon Chait, and tonight we'll be discovering all things prog rock. In the first half hour of tonight's show, I've got two bands for you. We're still back in the 60s, and those two bands are the Moody Blues and the Straubs. Okay, so let's start with the Moody Blues. The Moody Blues are a rock band formed in Birmingham, England in 1964. The founding members were keyboardist Mike Pinder, multi-instrumentalist Ray Thomas, and he played percussion, flutes, harmonica, and vocals, guitarist Denny Lane, drummer Graham Edge, and bassist Clint Warwick. Initially, they played rhythm and blues, and they made a name for themselves on that stage. However, in 1966, Lane and Warwick left the group and were replaced by guitarist Justin Haywood and bassist John Lodge, respectively. And that formed the classic Moody Blues lineup right into the 70s. Their first album was called The Magnificent Moody's and was released in 1965, and the first and only album which featured their original R&B lineup. It's a very different sound to the Moody Blues that we've come to know and love. The album didn't make the charts in the US, even though it did reach number 5 in August of 65 in the UK-based New Musical Express album chart. I got a song now from their first album, The Magnificent Moody's. It's track 2 of side 1, Something You Got. Something you got, baby.
that's the blues bit of the Moody Blues with Something You Got. With their new and improved lineup, including Justin Hayward and John Lodge, the Moody Blues left the R&B genre behind and fully embraced the world of art music or progressive rock. And their second album, Days of Future Past, that's P-A-S-S-E-D, was a monumental work of prog art and their first concept album. Released in November 1967 by Derham Records, its fusion of orchestral and rock elements has been cited as one of the first examples of progressive rock. It was a moderate success upon release, but following steady radio airplay, particularly of the hit single Nights in White Satin, it became a top 10 US hit in 1972, eventually reaching number two on the US Billboard chart. And this album, Days of Future Past, has since been listed amongst the most important albums of 1967. Interestingly, in July 78, it was discovered that the UK master tapes had badly deteriorated, and so the album had to be remixed in its entirety. All in all, Days of Future Past was a groundbreaking prog rock album and paved the way for a new generation of spectacular musical experimentation. Prog rock was here to stay. Here's the Moody Blues with The Afternoon from Days of Future Past, released in 1967.
I've got to find out why Those gentle voices I hear Explain it all in a
And that was the Moody Blues with The Afternoon from their 1967 album Days of Future Past. You're on River FM 92.9 and you're listening to Prog Mojo with Simon Chait. Next up, The Straubs. The Straubs were formed in 1964 as the Strawberry Hill Boys while the founder members were at St. Mary's Teacher Training College, Strawberry Hill, London. The name was shortened to the Straubs for a concert they did in June 1967 as they wanted to display the band name on stage. The original members were longtime leader and most active songwriter, guitarist and singer Dave Cousins, who also played dulcimer and banjo, guitarist Tony Hooper and Ron Chesterman on double bass. In the early days, the Straubs also played with Sandy Denny, who later became the lead singer of Fairport Convention and Fotheringay. Over the years, the Straubs had a veritable revolving door of band members, with over 30 different musicians to have taken the stage with the band. I've got two songs for you today. The first one is from their first album, Straubs, and this is a really interesting song, The Man Who Called Himself Jesus. Come and see. 
And that was the Straubs with The Man Who Called Himself Jesus. Okay, to our last song for this half hour, we have the Straubs again with The Vision of the Lady of the Lake. This is taken from their second album, Dragonfly, which was released in 1970. Heartbeat loud in the silent approach of the dawn. He glanced through the window at mist on the lake, which hung like a shroud in the still of the morn. The silver cobwebs spun with the dew, hung from the bushes in filigree splendor, and water lilies. Asleep on the lake Were reflected so delicate Tranquil and tender The boatman sighed As he strode through the woods To the place where his boat Lay moored to a stake Hollow sound of his footsteps echoed Until the sound was lost on the lake he cast off, pulling the boat from the shore Peering ahead through the damp clinging haze He thought that he saw strange swirling shapes Trick on the eyes, but in the often place So intent was the boatman on crossing the lake that he failed to notice the current that flowed Leading his boat from familiar parts He was firmly yet somehow unknowingly towed All at once the mist seemed to lift Sufficient to show the boatman a pool That he'd never seen in the whole of his life Unnaturally deep, black and silent and cool The boatman's shirt clung to his back He was sweating both from exertion and fear He had the sensation that someone was watching He felt the presence of somebody near an invisible force prevented him moving The strength of his arms was utterly sapped The twisted bushes converged round the pool Like a fish in a net he was trapped Suddenly, out of the water before him the race-like form of a maiden appeared Clad in shimmering radiant robes The maiden materialized as she neared The hair which finally crowned her head With a halo of gold 
beautiful women of time were formed all at once into one. She handed the boatman the sword she was holding, which flashed iridescent before his eyes. Excalibur surely was hardly a match for a sword that simple description defies. The boatman stood transfixed by her gaze, which reached to the depths of his very soul. To he who could conquer the evils of sin, she offered herself as a whole. Vanished before his gaze, leaving him clutching the sword in his fist. Hairs on the nape of his neck seemed to stiffen. A creature approached him from out of the mist. It was powerful, huge, and yet stupid indeed, for it held right back and failed to attack. Slow as a vast eagle swoops, and nor if I cry, escape from his lips. It strutted before him with pride in its bearing, admiring its talent, both vicious and cruel. Taking advantage, the boatman struck fast, and the eagle slid to the depths of the pool. Boatman tried moving his boat, but his bow had grown roots in the watery deep. Hands grew alive with the coils of a snake, and all he could hear was its slither and creep. It cast an envious stare at the boatman, slid into the water, and swam to the boat. Oh 
That was the Straubs with the vision of the Lady of the Lake. You're listening to Prog Mojo, and this is 92.9 River FM. Welcome to the second half hour of Prog Mojo, episode 5. My name is Simon Chait, and you are listening to 92.9 River FM. I've got a fantastic 30 minutes ahead of us today. I've got two bands, both of whom have the same name, both of whom were operating at the same time, late 60s into the early 70s. The name was Fantasy. There's a US Act and a UK Act. The US Act was around before the UK Act. They put their album out first, so we'll start with the US Act. The US group Fantasy was formed by five teenagers in Miami in 1967, originally consisting of Billy Robbins on vocals, Bob Robbins on bass, Jim DeMio on guitar, Mario Russo on keyboards, and Greg Kimple on drums. They slowly built up a following, and local popularity eventually saw them signed as a house band for The Image, a highly popular venue at the time. The band played there every weekend from 1968 and got to open for acts like Led Zeppelin, The Doors, The Grateful Dead, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention, and Steppenwolf. The club consisted of a big open ballroom with three stages, a meditation room and black lights. But sadly, it only remained open for about 13 months. At this stage, the band was going from strength to strength, but out of the blue disaster struck as the charismatic vocalist Billy Robbins, who played no small part in their success, 
went missing and eventually turned up dead in the Everglades. After some time, the band began to search for a new lead singer and eventually chose a 16-year-old girl by the name of Lydia Janine Miller, a.k.a. Jamine Miller, who was a highly talented vocalist with a rough, powerful voice in the tradition of Janis Joplin and Grace Slick. With Miller on board, Fancy got signed to Liberty United Artists and their self-titled debut album was released in 1970. Miller's great vocal abilities allowed the band to explore a wider range of musical ideas and the more conventional psychedelic rock style morphed into a more progressive one right at the time when 60s simplicity was being replaced with the more ambitious sophistication of the art rock genre. Sadly, due to creative differences, the band disbanded shortly after the release of their album. Fantasy reunited on a couple of occasions in the 70s, but they were for individual concerts only. Okay, I've got two tracks for you now from the 1970 self-titled album by Fantasy. Track 3 and track 7. Here's track 3, The Wages of Sin. Beautiful girl she is Out of this world Prince Divinova Who has met her Things are blue Prince have found her In the darkness of the evening Prince have lost her In the brightness of the day Prince never really lost that woman she is out of her time For she believes in night before day And she believes in the underworld And she believes in the prince of evil And she believes in death in the underworld and she believes in death. That was the US prog group Fantasy from 1970 with The Wages of Sin from their self-titled album. Here's track seven, What's Next? 
That was What's Next by the US group Fantasy from their one and only album, which was a self-titled album and was released in 1970. Hey there, folks. This is folk singer Willie Watson, and you're listening to River FM 92.9. And you're also listening to Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait. And we're heading across now to the UK group Fantasy, which was going at the same time as the US group of the same name. The UK band Fantasy began with the name Chapel Farm at the Chapel Farm, which was a farmhouse near Gravesend, Kent, where the band had their first music rehearsals. This was the family home of the group's singer, Paul Petley. The other musicians were Jeff Whitehorn on electric guitar, Paul Lawrence on acoustic guitar and vocals, David Metcalf on keyboards, David Reed bass guitar, and Brian Chatham on drums, who was later replaced by John Webster. The lead guitar was a promising young player named Bob Van, but tragically he died in a car accident and had to be replaced by Pete James. The new lineup for Chapel Farm then sent a demo tape to the label Decca, changed their name to Fire Queen, but Polydor Records got wind of the group and persuaded the band to sign with them instead. The band accepted and once again changed their name, this time to Fantasy a name that was more appropriate to their style and flavour of music. The debut album was called Paint a Picture and it was released in 1973. Here's track three, Politely Insane. Oh 
That was the UK group Fantasy in 1973 with their song Politely Insane. I get real echoes of Alan Parsons when I listen to that one. It seems that groups with the name Fantasy aren't destined to remain in reality for very long, as this group also disbanded shortly after the release of their first album. However, before they split up, the group recorded a bunch of tracks that never made it out of the studio vault, but was eventually released in the early 90s as a second album, Beyond the Beyond. Prog reviewer Loserboy describes Beyond the Beyond as Nothing short of a superb recording. Fantasy blend highly melodic themes with great tempo changes and superb musicianship. Fantasy play music-inspired with loads of analog keyboards, aka Genesis, and even the odd sprinkle of the old Mellotron. Vocals are charismatic with lyrics drawing heavily on fantasy-like themes and imagery. Their music is probably best described as somewhere in the middle of the road between Genesis and Yes. One of the most respected tracks from the Beyond the Beyond album, Here's Fantasy, with the nine-minute epic Alandery.
And that was the UK group Fantasy with their 1974 classic Alandery from the Beyond the Beyond album. And that's it for me for this week. You've been listening to Prog Mojo and my name is Simon Chait and this is 92.9 River FM. It's been a treat having you with me and I hope you've enjoyed the show. I look forward to spending a bit more time with you, same time, same place next week. Well, as they say in the suburbs, whatever you do, folks, don't forget, prog on.